morning and welcome to Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank. I'm Dan Fox. Oh wait, there's no Frank Knight this week. So, we're going to move on without him. This is season number four, episode number 23. The Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time episode. So that's a lot to live up to tonight, guys. Uh, sitting next to me is... Our dear friend, Jason, a.k.a. Hookie Mahorsky, the people's podcaster, the voice of reason. He's practically a doctor. How are you, Hook? Average. Okay, I like it. How excited were you on Sunday night? Average. You were only average? Yeah. Oh. I've been telling you since the start of the year, Dan. Well, I, I picked him, so... Also with us tonight is our wonderful friend, Alan Jackson. Good evening. How you doing, Alan? I'm doing well. Good. Good. Thanks for sitting in with us tonight and uh, being a part of our podcast. And I really appreciate both you guys. Uh, it's going to take a lot to fill Frank's shoes, but I think we, uh, we have some people ready for the task. Okay, a little roadmap for where we're going tonight. We are going to recap... The Super Bowl. When was that? It was this past weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. For reals. Like before Valentine's Day? Yes. Ooh, do you have a juicy Valentine's Day story for us? No, but I heard all about your Valentine's Day. What happened on my Valentine's Day? <laughs> a, 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 a certain young woman? A certain young woman? Whoa. This... May, or may, or may or may not be related to Rich? I heard all about it, Dan. <laughs> that it would be a negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> a connection was not made. Saw all the flowers he bought. Chocolate. Rejection is the theme of that of that uh, incident. So anyway, I think you could play cute uh, Cupid in in a movie, Dan. Okay, I think that'd be good. Isn't Cupid a fat baby? Yeah. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with where this is going. <laughs> I, I think you'd have to work on your archery. But oh, no, I'm an expert. Really? I really am. The last time I, I did archery, I beat, the, I beat the brakes off of the people that challenged me. Okay. They thought, right. they thought that they had me. Dan is Cupid. So oh. it was a few years ago. I was working at a summer camp in Maryland, and these two young bucks challenged me in archery and said that they could crush me. Well, how is something with a hoof for a hand going to be beating you in archery? How do you get to a... Oh, okay. A bu young bucks. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and one of them was an Englishman. He was all going... He was talking all William Tell trash. Uh, and I said to him that William Tell was was uh, Dutch, not English. And then he, he shut up pretty quick there. Um, but <clears throat> then... Couldn't hit the bloody target. No, he could not. So I got. I, we stood there, and they both went before me, and they were talking all kinds of smack. And then they found that the bullseye was my home. And I said to the arrow, go to your home! Like an old Robin Hood. An old bald Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Little John running through the forest, laughing back and forth with the other necessary. You going to be my little John? Why would I be Little John? Well, Little John was actually quite large. 
Are you calling me fat, Dan? Can no. We, can, can we do the, because we're, we're, we're men, we're men at times. No, we're not that Robin <laughs> Not that Robin The closest we get okay, to that is, is the Kevin Costner who's, Robin Hood. Who's a, a, a Friar Tuck? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Is that anyway, Frank, Frank is Friar Tuck. So, yeah, we're going to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend hap- is happening this weekend. Uh, then we're going to take a look a little bit, just a thousand a thousand foot look at the NHL and where they're at and, and their season. I thought we already talked about that. Yeah, we've said all there is to say. Because aren't all the devils the, the All-Stars? Sure. So yeah, then we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, college football. No, college football is over. Who? Oh, what about golf? That's starting. Soon. We can talk. We can talk about some golf. You know, our our. Uh, hopefully, we have some sort of a golf report. Got to start getting my report. swing loose for the upcoming season, Dan. Yeah, you gonna you gonna take Rich with you this year? Um, Rich tends to be too busy. But Rich really likes golf. I know. Well, he needs to make time for it. He and tends to be too busy. Rich claims he's pretty good at golf. He claimed he was good at bowling, too, until I whooped him at that. Oh, that's not what I heard. <laughs> yeah. That's I, not what I heard. I'm, I'm sure Rich came in here telling stories, but. I heard that there was a rich domination in bowling. And that you no. were very offended and upset. No. See, in the old days, there would be a score sheet. That the winner could take so that they could prove who did it. But now with everything electronic. You would think that someone would have asked for a printout and at least taken a picture on Uh, their phone. Right, right. There is video and pictures. Right, but if we haven't seen them, then they How do we know they exist? I I think there needs to be a bowling outing. Rich has to carry my ball. At, from now on, when we go bowling, see how bad I beat him. <laughs> so not right. <laughs> He'd actually prefer it if you would roll it for him. I literally make, <laughs> I, li- I literally make him velcro my shoes at the bowling alley. There's, yeah. there's, there's one thing that I've learned from Hookie is something reverse called spin. a reverse spin. <laughs> Never saw it before. Not only can I can't spin believe it, he did it. I can reverse spin it. <laughs> Well, then we're going to talk a little bit about some baseball. Oh. Uh, pitchers and catchers reported this week. What about so softball? I missed a belt loop. We are I'm going to did. be having uh, spring training games, not this weekend, but next weekend. So are that's you going? exciting. I wish. I wish I would, could take off from work and go down and watch spring training. You should go. You, you have all those vacation days, Dan. But they're saved up for a reason, Hook. Yeah, but I mean, you're wasting money. Cash money. <laughs> I'm not wasting money. I'm gonna let them give me a nice big fat check at a discount. Cash We've talked about money. this. You're only get, getting a quarter of what you deserve, Dan. You need Brian to be your agent and go in there and negotiate for you. Well, it's a it's not a Dan negotiation. It's a whole teacher contract <laughs> negotiation. Well, I think Brian and I could go in there and on your behalf. <laughs> oh, is that so? Straighten this out for you. Well, yeah, better than that, you know, your current union rep, right? I, I'm not going <laughs> to say anything negative about my about my union. I love my union. I'm a big fan. Philadelphia Union. Sure. Yeah, that's the union. Dan's over there going, get "Rich, you're, you're cutting all this out, right?" <laughs> so, <clears throat> who? Let's talk about the Super Bowl. So, first of all, where did you watch the Super Bowl? 
at an undisclosed location. How was the food? Um, the food was all right. I had a lot of peanut M and M's. Um, what else? I did some buffalo chicken dip. Um, there was some pizza. Sounds like Brandon so far. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Brandon's house so far. There was like a Frito type chili dip thing. Okay. That I had. Um, yeah, uh, some barbecue chips as well, I believe. Okay. No, no, no like dessert type things other than peanut M Ms. No. I'm sad to say, Hook, you missed a a feast at Dan's of desserts, of main course, of side dishes. It was a it was a smorgasbord. It was wonderful as always. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I I don't feel like I missed it at all. Oh, you did though. So. You did. Well, yeah, we had a delightful time. We had a Super Bowl party. That at one point there was over forty people. At the house and so forty one. I, I didn't get an exact count. Is what I was well, trying how, to say. How do you know it was over forty? Because it, it, it was over forty. <laughs> it was pretty packed. Yeah, like uh, the 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 age demographic or the number of people. So anyway, there was plenty of food available. <laughs> yes, uh, as as Alan just alluded, there was um, all kinds of different uh, from pizza to wings to chili uh, meatballs. chili meat, uh, three different kinds of meatballs pulled pork shoulder yes, uh, um, 20, homemade coleslaw twenty seven hour smoked. Pulled pork shoulder. Um, there was Italian wedding soup. Um, I mean, Uncle Paul's garlic bread. Yeah. Um, there was all kinds of stuff. That was just the, the right, you know, cupcakes, uh, little cookies. smokies, little smokies wrapped in bacon. Um, you know, and then on top of that, there was like so many desserts available that I wish I could have sampled all, each of them, but I would, or they would have had to roll me out. And you you missed the best part of the night, all the disappointed Eagle fans. <laughs> the the crazy thing to me was they, they thought they were they were sure they had it, especially after the first half. Uh, did you, did you have any strong feelings, Hook, about the halftime show? Uh, I didn't really watch much of it. Okay. I used that opportunity to go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, you know that the halftime show was like thirty minutes long. Well, I ate a lot. <laughs> so, who spent 30 minutes in the bathroom? Roughly. Okay. Did you leave the fan on? No. <laughs> Did you light a match? No. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. You're not a very good guest, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, then, uh, Alan, did you have any strong feelings about the halftime show? I... Didn't even see any of it. I was out getting another plate. Uh, <laughs> so he was I, in the bathroom too. Yeah, no, I, I thought, actually wasn't in the bathroom, but I was in the kitchen getting more food. <laughs> I thought it was uh, rather tame by Super Bowl halftime show standards, um, and a lot of that is because the main artist Rihanna is pregnant, um, and which that was kind of a. Are you sure about that? I, yes. Yeah, she. Had, that she has said been so. confirmed. Yes. Um, it, obviously, I'm not really a big Rihanna fan or anything, oh, really? but supposedly the people that follow her and are are, and are are really interested in her and her career, it was a big shock that she was pregnant. So um, there was that whole conversation going on, and she sang, you know, a lot of samples from her catalog. Uh, of she's got you know over a 15 year catalog of music, really, and so 
you know, she sang a, a, at least a little bit of a bunch of those songs. Like what so. songs? Umbrella. Umbrella? Yes. <laughs> How does it go? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, I do know, but I'm not singing it. So, you know, I'm not getting baited into that. I can't think of it. That's okay. Is I'll play it for you later. Uh, I actually do. Do you know, like, a couple more lyrics to it? Under my umbrella. That's it? Ella. It sounds like Ella. A, a, <laughs> sounds like a. something Mary Poppins would sing. Very likely. Very likely. I thought the gentleman who did the national anthem was, was very good. Yeah, the national anthem was great. And And the highlight of the national anthem for me was... The guy who looked like Tommy Chong, who was doing the, um, the sign language, the sign language version, and he was, <laughs> he was just wild. I enjoyed him. Well, what what the the one thing that struck me as quite humorous was when it got down to the end of the game, <clears throat> when Mister Bradbury for the Eagles uh, tried to uh, tried to impede and hold. Uh, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, down there to, on third and eight towards the goal line. Frank exclaimed very loudly, Oh my word, you can't throw that flag! You can't call that! When the holding call that was that was called. Hook, what was your reaction to that, that somewhat controversial play? Well, I mean, it was clearly holding, and as I stated, the shame is that Juju Smith-Schuster hasn't been open for three years, so the fact that he had to hold him is a uh, is a uh, right. problem and on the Eagles. To, so. to me, the the announcers made that much worse than it actually than it actually was. In that Olson, right? In that the announcers' reaction was that it was ticky tack and it was a, it was nothing. It shouldn't have been called because then uh, the officiating. What judge, whatever they have in the booth, came on and said, "When you see the jersey pulled like that, that's a flag every time." Right, and then they went back and they shook because when when uh, Olson saw it live, and then they only showed like the the because there were actually three holds on the play, and they only replayed the third hold, and so Olson was saying, "No, you can't ticky tack. That's ticky tack. You can't call that and stuff." And then they went back and they showed the entire thing. Where when he wa- tried to make his pivot move, and Bradbury like completely hugged him, and then grabbed a hold of his jersey as he was go- going making his cut, and then had his arm around his back, uh, the third one, and like Frank was like flipping out and saying, "There's no way you can call that," and and for some reason Frank had holding and pass interference cancel, uh, uh, you know, uh, confused there. And stuff, and you know, I love Frank. Don't get me wrong; I'm not uh, trying to bust on Frank. Yeah, you're but really trashing it Frank just, here. It just was a, a a big moment, and I just couldn't believe how you know uh, his reaction that way. Especially being a Cowboys fan, and and that play calling uh, causing the Eagles to lose the Super Bowl. So you know, I was pretty stoked by it, and it was clearly the right call. I mean. As I said to Frank, if that's a foul in the first quarter, that's a foul in the fourth quarter. You have to call that. Agreed. And, uh, you know, it just, I I didn't understand. And then I thought, I I have a lot of respect when Bradbury came out later that night and and came up and and said, yes, it was a foul. Uh, It was holding. I held him. I heard one interesting take is that 
from some former Patriots that said in a game like that, Bill Belichick would have had all his defensive backs wearing white gloves because the Chiefs had white jerseys. Mm-hmm. And that, that may have been the difference there is that you wouldn't have as obviously seen the dark-colored gloves right. grabbing the jersey as you did there. Right, and but re- remember a few years ago when the the Patriots, no, it wasn't, was it, who did the uh, the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl to? They lost to the Bucks, the, unfortunately. Yeah, the Bucks. And I remember in that game, the reason the Bucks were able to shut down the Chiefs' offense is because of all the clutching and grabbing that they were doing and pass interfering down the, down the field that wasn't being called. And so it was very interesting to see and and to me, that Chiefs team, the wide receivers on that Chiefs teams were 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 significantly better than the, the receivers on this Chiefs team. Um, and you know they were speed merchants in that one. In this one, they were more possession guys. Um, am, am I right about that? Um. I mean, yeah. Juju I mean, Smith-Schuster is on the back end of his career. Obviously, right? Ty- Tyreek Hill is is a the top tier receiver out of all of them, but I think this might be a better group all around. Okay, and then yeah, I mean, when you have Travis Kelsey double covered and he still catches the ball, well, I mean, what are you going to do? You right. got to put a third guy on him. You right. can't do that. Yeah, you, know, you, you just he's. Uh, a whole different animal out there, receiver. I do feel like the only reason the game was close was because of the rugby play, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Eagles punt a lot if you can't push the quarterback forward. Correct. So it'd be interesting to see what the NFL does forward, because I've heard from a lot of people that they don't think that rule will stick around. Well, that, and it's it's just so clearly unsafe. Yeah, I mean, it, it, put, it puts the defensive lineman, the offensive lineman, and the quarterback at peril. Somebody's going to get really hurt in one of those plays. Yeah, that's what some people were saying, is that at that point, when there's nothing else you can do is to, you know, take a headshot on somebody to teach them to not run that play anymore. Right. So. Yeah, what are they going to do? Give you half the distance? Yeah. Cook, what was your reaction when Patrick Mahomes was uh, came up and he was limping at the one point? Just said he would be fine. <laughs> Walk it off. That that my students this week were saying there was a number of rumors going around that Patrick Mahomes was given some sort of a narcotic drug at halftime. Of course he um, was. To uh, and that's why he played completely different in the second half, according to them, is what they said. Yeah, he just stretched it out a little. (laughs) Uh, My reaction to that when they were making that accusation was they they may have. Given him some sort of a painkiller, what is but, permissible right, by the league, right? And I, but I said I doubt it was some sort of like narcotic drug that they gave him that would be defined as like performance enhancing. This ain't the Cowboys. So he's know. not Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, you're gonna you, at your moment of triumph. You're gonna like stoop to the level of of, of, of bagging on the Cowboys. No, I, I just remember that, that that TV show they oh, made about the Cowboys. It. it was not about the Cowboys. <laughs> and yes, the 90s Cowboys were not a bunch of choir boys. They were not. They were very well known for being very bad boys uh, with in a place where they were given like elite status where pretty much everywhere they went, they were comped and treated like royalty. And they acted like yeah, and, we know, and stuff like they could weren't yeah. going to ever get in any trouble. 
Just go if you're not sure, read about the '90s Cowboys and what's called the White House. That's not my cocaine. <laughs> yeah, just read about the 1990s Cowboys and the and the White House. Um, that will tell you all you need to know about that team. My thoughts on the Super Bowl, I, I have to, as a Giants fan, I have to shout out to two former Giants. Number one, Tony. Kadarius Tony. Uh, you know, I said the guy was dead to me. And, you know, that, that, that punt return swung that momentum yes. big time. And so, which, so he's which back beg, in my good grace. Which begs the question... <laughs> Which begs the question, should the Giants have given up on him the way they did? Well, when you have a guy who says he's injured until he's traded, then, you know, that, that, that relationship wasn't just the Giants. That was broken on his side, too. I will say he spent 50% of his time with the Chiefs injured as well already, yeah. though. He's injury prone. And the second one is Bradbury, former Giant again, because, you know, he could have whined, he could have cried. Instead... Here's the quote. It was holding. I tugged on the jersey. You know, did that cost the Eagles the game? No, it didn't. They were already going to get a field goal. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That play didn't do it. There were tons of other plays that you could point to, too, and say the same thing. No one play swings a game. That, you know, that bad. Sure. Not when there's 35 other points scored and 38. You know, there's too many points there to think that that one play was the difference. Because if he had given it back to the Eagles again, the Eagles probably would have scored again. Because that's the way the game was going. I know Hook probably disagrees with that. No, I just think the whole league has been put on notice that <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, the greatest player in the history of the NFL... Um, now the Eagles have to pay Jalen Hurts, so they will probably not be back. The Bengals have to pay Joe Burrow. They probably won't be back in the position they were in. And the Eagles also lost their offensive and defensive coordinators. Correct. Yep, and a lot of people think uh, some of the other coaches go with them mm -hmm. in their transition. So the brain drain, they call it. So, be interested to see who tries to rise up as a rival next next year. Um, but Hook, Hook, I mean this with 100% uh, sincerity. What's your take on Eric Bieniemy? Um, I'm happy to see him move on. I think we need new ideas in that position. I don't think he schemes people open. Okay. And I think more of the big plays the Chiefs have had has been because Patrick extends the play and does something extraordinary as opposed to just, hey, somebody's running wide open across the field. And um, so I'm somewhat happy he's taking the position he's taking here. He just got hired as the new um, offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach for the Washington Commanders. Formerly the Washington football team. But before that, the name that shall not be spoken. The Redskins. <laughs> so, um, no, I was just wondering, because there's all kinds of, you know, people uh, standing on soapboxes with hot takes uh, saying it's a racial thing, when 
Um, I've heard m more people from within the Chiefs organization saying that their offense is a three-headed monster, that the leading that offense is a three-headed monster between Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Eric Bieniemy, and that the, t the two voices that get, uh, get the most done are Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Sure. So, I mean... He didn't call the plays, and he didn't, um, you know, wasn't the ma the main thrust in the offense. So, I mean, it. Well, it, hold on, though. There, in Andy's defense here, while he didn't call the plays, you know, you you've seen throughout the season talking, the way they talk with um, Travis Kelsey and that putting the tight end wildcat. All that stuff is Andy Reid designed plays. Right, that's what I'm saying. You, you know, I'm they're, saying they're Andy running Reed. his plays. Nope. He's just not calling them. You know, the no, order. no. Andy Reid is calling the plays. That's I, I, if I said that wrong, that I'm I said it. Oh, wrong. Okay, I thought, Andy yeah. Reid calls the plays, and and basically it's a, a three people have input uh, on their offense, and Bienemy has the least amount of input. Is what I'm trying to say. And so, it, to me, it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to be all that big of a loss for the Chiefs. And it, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the enemy in Washington, considering he doesn't really have a quarterback now uh, after having the last five years with uh, Patrick Mahomes. I, I think, you know, the Chiefs, I was skeptical. I didn't think they would be as good without you know, their, their little speedster, you know, he went to Miami Hill, he went to Miami and I thought they were going to suffer for that. And they didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Not only did they lose they him, miss but beat. the whole AFC West loaded up for the right. season. Right. Um, uh, the chargers added a lot of players, the Raiders obviously had Devonte Adams, the Broncos go out and get Russell Wilson and, and the division was wrapped up by Thanksgiving. So Mr. That's right. <laughs> Danger Russ. You see he was you see the, he's in, taking heat right now for his charity. Apparently they're only spending like twenty five percent of their donations on actual charity. Hmm. And uh yeah, he's taking some heat for that. Well rightly so, because he used those credentials to uh you know, get man of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. that stuff matters. Accountability with donations when you're running these fundraisers, you know, organizations. You, you have to be on the up and up with that stuff. Right. Just uh, going forward, the next big event in uh, the NFL is March 15th. On March 15th is the beginning of the new league year. And uh, free agency happens right after that. And so that's when, you know, it's almost like the wild, wild west with teams spending money on, on big name free agents. And then um, we, that all, you know, co comes to a conclusion. And, oh, I, I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. The, the NFL Combine is before that. Um, here in the next couple of weeks, they're going to have the NFL Combine where all the draft, well, not all, the, the majority of the draft prospects come together in Indianapolis to have their health checks done and uh, run the drills and stuff like that. And then teams start really building their board, their draft boards. Then we have free agency, and uh, free agency happens, and then and towards the end of April we have the draft. And then we have mini camps, and then, uh, then we have the dead period for about a month, and then we're 
crank it back up for training camp. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's amazing. The NFL is pretty much a 365-day-a-year uh, cycle that goes on. They're always putting themselves themselves back in the news. So, um, in terms of the playoffs and in, in our picks, Hookie was our big winner in the playoff picks. So, he won by one game in the playoffs. Alan and I tied for second, and then Frank brought up the rear one game behind us. Alan, Frank, and I were tied going into the Super Bowl, and Alan and I both picked the, the Chiefs as well as Hook did. And Frank took the went on a, went on a limb and lone wolfed it, and it did not come through for him. So uh, maybe that's why he was so upset with Bradbury's hold the Bradbury <laughs> holding call because he picked the Eagles. So any thoughts on this? On put want to put a bow on the NFL season this year. No, I feel like Patrick Mahomes did it for me. The greatest player of all time. It's undisputed. Can't be argued anymore. So, I've been waiting for him to throw the D word out. I haven't heard it yet. Are you willing to? Donut. No, okay. Yeah, go with that one. <laughs> okay. Um, well, at this point, we are going to transition and when we transition, I turn it over to my friend Hook to talk about Fox Brothers Alarms. All right. Well, if you'd like an alarm system and you can't figure out how to do it yourself, um, you don't or know, you'd like it professionally done, you don't know how YouTube works, so you want somebody else to come take your money. There's Fox Brothers Alarms, and they're a local alarm company. That's family-owned and operated in the Lehigh Valley since a long time ago. 50 years. They put stuff in that alerts you if somebody's trips up trying to rob you. It might trigger an alarm, even though I'm pretty sure I could have stole Dan's old TV without setting the alarm off at his old house. That is not true. Yeah, I already figured that one out. <laughs> not even um, a little true. But worst case, just buy a sticker from them. Put it on your door. People think you have an alarm. Um, so Fo that's Fox Brothers Alarms. One eight hundred Fox Bros. That's one eight hundred F O X B R O S. And when you call them, you want to ask for Uncle Crager. Rich. <laughs> As for Uncle Crager. No, seriously, for all your burglar and fire alarm needs, if you do have any any needs in that direction, Fox Brothers Alarm is a great place to call. Uh, you can call them at 1-800-FOX-BROS, or you can go find them on the on the net at www.foxbrothersalarms.com. Again, that's www.foxbrothersalarms.com. You want to ask for Mark, that's Mark Fox, and he will be able to take care of you and hook you up with whatever you need. Burglar, fire, um, access control, camera systems, whatever you need for your security. They are professional. They are honest and honorable, have a great reputation uh, with the Better Business Bureau, and have thousands of satisfied customers. So, and whenever we talk about Fox Brothers, we like to ask, Rich, do we have any emails? Hold, hold, no, Fox Brothers Alarms also <laughs> has a Facebook page. And oh. you can find them on, on Facebook. By, if you go to the search bar on Facebook and type in Fox Brothers Alarms, it'll take you to Fox Brothers' Facebook page. Uh, our podcast, Fox Sports Fellowship with Fox and Frank, also has a Facebook page. 
You can go on the Facebook page and you can uh, see pictures of us and uh, you, you don't want to uh, tarry or dwell too long on the ones of me, uh, but the, the Hookie's handsome face is on there and you can see uh, what we look like and, and I don't know if Rich has got his nose in his phone in the pictures on the podcast, I mean on Facebook, but um, you can also listen to any- He's playing a game. You can also listen to any and all of our podcasts. Uh, They're posted there on Facebook. You can leave us a comment. Um, We would really love for you to participate there. Um, At this point, uh, we usually talk about our email address. So our email address is is sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. Again, it's sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. And we would strongly encourage you to participate and listen uh, and, and ask any questions you may have or uh, give us a comment or uh, tell us a joke or something like that. We'd really love to hear from you uh, at our email at sportswithfoxandfrank at gmail.com. Uh, Rich, do we have any emails? Unfortunately, we have no emails. We have no emails. We, we did get one last Sunday. Well, then don't we have an email? Well, that was, it was just saying it was from Hannah Fox. And Hannah, you actually included it in last week's. Yeah. So that doesn't do us any good tonight. Yeah. You included it in last week's. Mm-hmm. Hey, where was she on She had her own party. Ah, so, and she didn't invite us. No, she, oh, she, she did. She did. That's why Uncle Paul dropped off the garlic bread and ran out, because he was ah. going to her party. So, yeah. But, yes, we love Hannah. Thank you, Hannah, for your email. Uh, definitely always a bright spot there when we hear from you. Uh, we love you, Hannah. You're a, a wonderful person. Uh, give that give that little Calvinist kid of yours a hug for us. Um, we, we're very thankful for you. So <clears throat> we did get a, a short, a very short uh, golf report. The golf report said, hey, guys, Tiger's playing this weekend uh, from our golf correspondent down there in Virginia, Josh Hooks. So what do you guys think about Tiger playing? It looks like he's probably not going to make the cut after the first two days of the tournament. He's sitting at plus one, and the tournament is uh, cut is going to be at even par. What do you think of Tiger playing in, in this tournament? I heard he's having trouble walking. That's he is. He is. He is limping significantly. Look at Rich getting involved over there. Even though Rich's uh, microphone isn't on? It's never on. Okay. <laughs> And he never has time for golf. I do have time. For golf. Okay, so th- we need to go to do a bowling outing and a golf outing. What? Only if you play golf with us. I will go ride. along. I will pay as if I'm going to play, but I will ride along. Oh, come on. You, nobody wants to see me hacking the ball all around. Yeah, the, me either, right? I'll do a three course with you. <laughs> I'll do a par three course with you, but I ain't doing no long drive. I mean, I'll do mini golf with you. Rich yeah. would lose at that yeah. too, and then yes. feel bad. He's he's better at mini golf than I am. Ah, I you're better at the short game. I'm better at the long game too. So, <laughs> see, my my long game sucks. I got some power behind that swing. Uh, not me. Yeah, but <laughs> well, Tiger uh, had hasn't played since last year's Masters. He doesn't and stay on target. He came <laughs> stay on target. Um, so <laughs> then. Uh, he came back and he played. He's playing in the uh, the big tournament this weekend. I don't actually remember the name of it. Who's this Tiger guy? <laughs> Eldridge Tiger Woods. Hmm. And he the dude that got beat up by his wife. <laughs> well, he did get clacked around by his wife with a golf club. 
His ex-wife, Elin Norgren. I don't think he'd be too good of a NASCAR driver either. No, no, he has had his run-ins with uh, driving the vehicle and hitting things and off the road. Hand-eye coordination. Oh, so he could do those off-road stuff. <laughs> Just got a message from Frank. He's almost there already. Oh, good. Good for him. I was wondering. So then, um, uh, yeah, Tiger came out, and the first day on Thursday, he actually played pretty well. He, he shot a, a two-under and was in the, in, in, in the top third of the golfers uh, in the tournament. But then today he shot a, he shot a three over par. Um, he was doing really well, but then he bogeyed three holes in a row coming down, uh, coming down the back nine. And so unfortunately it looks like he's not going to play the weekend. So, but it's always good to see Tiger out there because when Tiger plays, there's always a lot more interest, whether he's in contention or not. Yeah, it's just fun like to see Tiger. Him. Well, it's fun. And you know, He's good for golf. He's he's very good for golf because there was a time that Tiger just dominated golf, and you know I would contend it was a time that he was taking uh, some performance enhancing uh, substances that he got from Ryan Howard. Um, <laughs> Ryan Howard did not take performance enhancing substances. No, they took him. So, um, yeah, so. It's it's neat to see him back, and uh, and you know it's neat to see him interacting with the younger generation that was inspired by him on their way up, uh, interacting you know interacting on the course, and so yeah, uh, more power to you, Tiger will look for you on Masters weekend, and and that's going to be fun to see him at Augusta. Hook, do you have strong feelings about Tiger Woods playing golf? Uh, strong feelings, no. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on, NBA. Hook, what do you think of the NBA? Uh, I think it's it's a sport for sure. Um, a lot of tall people play it. Um, There's no such thing as a walk anymore. That's true. Well, I think I think if you really wanted to walk, you could. Well, you know, start around half court now. Yeah. Well, in the NBA, you've got you've got we we went over this a little bit last week. Uh, the Boston Celtics are and the Milwaukee Bucks are firing away the best teams in the East. They're separated by a half game here at the All Star break. Boston is a little bit of a surprise since they have a brand new head coach with that team, and that team has been a bit mercurial over the last few years, and they seem to be have definitely put it together and rallied around this new coach who just got a contract extension because they've done so well coming out of the, coming out of the gate. Uh, it's not really a, a huge surprise. The teams that are out of contention in the East, Chicago, Indiana, Orlando, Charlotte, and Detroit, uh, they've kind of been the lottery teams the last few years, so no big surprises there. In the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets are up by five games over the other, and they, uh, they uh, sport the two-time NBA, um, all-NBA, you know, MVP uh, over there. So, you know, and Djokovic, no, no, no yeah. Um, and, no, Djokovic is the, is the tennis player. I, I always get their names mixed up. So. Cool. Thank, thanks, Luke. I got nothing, dude. 
I keep thinking of Najoku, Nick, the tight end for the Browns. Jokic. It's Jokic. <laughs> Nikola Jokic is the uh, two-time defending MVP um, in there in, in Utah, in Denver, excuse me, in Denver. And he's uh, he plays very well. And so he's At got basketball? them. Yes, he's got them on top of the Western Conference. They they are dominant in the Western Conference. Uh, then, to me, the, the, Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, you know, taking a step up with that young team being second in that conference is, pre- is pretty impressive. The fact that the Golden State Warriors are sitting on the outside of the playoffs looking in in the ninth seed is a little surprising. The Utah Are you Jazz, writing them off? No. I, I mean, well, if they don't show significant... Why would you write them off, Dan? Well, because I think they're getting long in the tooth, and the, and the injuries are catching up with them. Vampires are long in the tooth. You wouldn't write them off. Well, vampires are immortal as long as they stay out of the sunlight. Okay, well, that's an answer to the question. Well, away from steaks. I like steaks. <laughs> Rare. Um, the Utah, the Utah Jazz, <laughs> the Utah Jazz, uh, sitting in eleventh place is a little, uh, a little tough to wrap your head around too because they have a pretty good team the la lakers are sitting in 13th place with all the hype and all the hoopla around that team and they're still all the way down in 13th place uh you know five games under 514 games out of first place well lebron's hurt yeah that's it well with all the hype and press that team gets you'd think that they'd be better a lot better so yeah, we'll we'll watch the teams in the NBA now as they begin jockeying and positioning themselves for the for the playoffs. Um, I would say at this point that I I don't think that the golden the defending champion Golden State Warriors do not look poised to do a whole lot of damage in the in the playoffs if they even make the playoffs. Okay, good good talk. <laughs> Good talk there. I was hoping Hook would uh, respond. I wasn't paying attention. Huh? So I was looking at my phone. <laughs> well, thank you, Rich. I pulled a Rich. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to flip over briefly to the NHL. Hook, you want to tell us about your Devils? They're good at hockey. I heard there was a lot of them in the All-Star game, too. <laughs> well, your New Jersey Devils are in second place in the Metropolitan Division behind the Carolina uh, hurricanes, and they are five points behind, and the, rain, the Frank's New York Rangers are only three points behind them. So it looks like those two are going to be uh, going back and forth, heading to the playoffs. What do you think of uh, your team versus Frank's? Uh, I mean, I hope my team doesn't doesn't get held by his team, like when it counts. In the end of the game. <laughs> well, don't you think they'll call it in the NHL? I don't know. It's called obstruction in the NFL. It's not, in the NHL, it's not yeah. called holding. It's a weird name for or it. Or hooking. Yeah. <laughs> hooking or, or obstruction. I like to call it hooking. Yeah, it was hooking. Oh, it's called hooking. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <clears throat> in the NHL, the Boston, the Boston Bruins are dominating the Eastern Conference. And... Uh, much to everyone's surprise, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs are in second place in the Atlantic Division. Uh, the ever-dangerous Tampa Bay Lightning 
uh, are doing really well. They're only a point behind Toronto, but they're both a country mile behind Boston. Uh, Carolina, as I said, is leading the Metropolitan Division in the Western Conference. The Dallas Stars are leading the Central Division, but uh, they'd be way behind in either division in the Eastern Conference. And the Vegas Golden Knights are ahead in the Pacific Division, and again, they'd be way behind in, in, in either of the divisions in the Eastern Conference. The, the NHL is definitely tilted towards the East in terms of the talented teams this year. That would be hard on ice. Right. It'd be hard to freeze the freeze the ice. Yeah, if it was tilted. If it was tilted. So, yeah. Dangerous stuff. I would love to see you drive a Zamboni on the ice. Why? I just think you would be you'd look cool out there, like waving to the crowd and stuff as you're driving the Zamboni. I mean, I would look cool doing anything. <laughs> so, you know, I don't I, I don't get why that would be. Yeah. Maybe like we could get you at a Phantoms game, and you could be the guy that sits on the back of the Zamboni and throws like prizes out to the crowd. I don't think you have that type of pull, Dan. I think I could get that done. I don't think you could. I have I have friends. I have I, friends. In, nobody in, believes that in one. High Dan. places. So I think I could get that done for a game. So yeah. <clears throat> Loving the com- the feedback here. I got a guy in his, with his, his nose in his phone and Hooky who gives me one-word answers and says he doesn't believe me. Um, I don't believe you. <laughs> you just said you had friends. like. Well, like Garth Brooks said, I got friends in low places. I don't get it. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, we want to thank you. you. Seriously? You... you- no, wow, he knows exactly <laughs> what that is. He's playing dumb, so he's a big enough country fan. Who's he, Garth Brooks? He, he, he may mean, not have been a big Garth Brooks fan, no. but Hooky has got enough knowledge about college, about uh, country music to know about Garth. Brooks. I'm not a country fan, Dan. No, but you're wearing cowboy boots. So you have to know who he is. I didn't say you're a country fan. I said you've got enough knowledge about country music. I don't even know what country music oh, is. Stop it. Which which, which country? Switzerland? <laughs> no, not Switzerland. You already chased off those fans. Yeah. You know, you already got them to stop listening. Thanks. Swedes. <laughs> yeah. So Canadians are next. <laughs> In Canada, he's coming for you, Trudeau. Hey. Canada. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> college basketball is is going to be gearing up here for March Madness. Who? What do you think of your Duke Blue Devils? I think they're doing great. Well, they just lost uh, in a controversial fashion to the Cavaliers of, of, it was of a UVA. Foul. But they beat North Carolina. I don't know if you saw that. I, I did not. It I, was I, a foul. It was a foul. It was clearly a foul. And um, the UVA fans that I know make the make the argument that um, we assume that the that the Duke player would have made. The two that one of the two free throws of when he, he when well he had missed both free throws earlier in the game right and he's a seventy percent shooter so the chance of him making one of the next two are clearly in his favor well they said that the percent his shooting percentage was uh, free throws was lo- a lot lower than seventy percent um, so they were saying it was uh, in the fifties. The, the UVA fans that I was listening to. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Okay. 
I I say that 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 no call, and and then they ran it back and they showed the replay, and you can and see you the, can see the, that the, the clock right, the, is the, right there. The player has the ball in his hand, and the UVA player is hitting his hand as he's taking it up, right. and it's clearly a foul at that point with time on the clock because right, the clock didn't. Now go the to foul zero got yet. worse after after it went to zero, it went to zero but. It still was a foul before. Yeah. Did you, did you see the play, Hook? No, and I wasn't even listening to you guys when you were talking about it. <laughs> no, it was, um, it was. It was clearly a foul. I'm right. a Duke fan, too, and I was not happy. Okay. so And then it went to overtime, and they lost. Dan, Dan's a big Duke fan, too. So No, Dan is not. Dan is a Duke hater. <laughs> well, Dan doesn't like winners. <laughs> yeah. Dan is a Duke hater. He doesn't like the best college program of all time. Oh, and by the way, Coach K was at that game the other night. His first game he's made an appearance at because he didn't want to distract from the new coach and the, the, the when new they, team. When they were at UVA? Uh, no, it, the Duke game at home, the okay. last game. Okay, was that the Carolina game? Maybe. Yeah, they won. <laughs> I'm not the one telling yeah. the story. Why are you no, looking no, at me? That they won. <laughs> okay. And Coach Kane. Well, you're going to be a big fan. Coach I'm K and his fan. wife were there. Okay. I watch them when they're on. Well, the they're on, I well, they're on a lot. I know. <laughs> they're on a lot. Well, they should be. Um, the The Flames of Liberty University took a tough loss last night. They are, um, they are not on. They no, they are not very <laughs> on very often. Um, they are playing in the A Sun Conference, and they lost to their A Sun rival. It was it came down to the end of the game, and they just could not get it across the finish line, and so the Flames lost. Uh, right now, according to the computers, the Flames are in the uh, ranked in the 40s. So they do have a shot at possibly getting an at-large bid, but really their only c- clear path to making making it to the NCAA tournament is to win their conference, win the conference. tournament. Um, so hopefully the Flames will bounce back, literally, and w- they will be able to win their conference because they have dominated everybody in their conference except for the team that they played uh, they played last night, so you know, go Flames, and you know, hopefully they will. Hopefully they will make make it work so that they can get into the big dance. And it's always so exciting when a little team like the Flames of Liberty University makes it into the tournament. And the last time we were in there, they they actually won. They won two games, right. so that was very exciting and fun. So, yeah. Hook, your thoughts on LU basketball? Um, I think they would lose to Duke. <laughs> I, I I think that's a pretty safe assumption as well. Thank you. So, yeah, they lost to Kensaw. So, what? Yeah, they lost to Kensaw. What does Ken Saul have to do with this? Well, Liberty lost to them last night. Hmm. Okay, good talk, Hook. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> all right. <laughs> well, at this point, we are going to wrap this podcast up. And when we wrap, are we going to talk about the Super Bowl at all? <laughs> we did talk about the Super I feel Bowl. Like we talked about it enough. Wh- what else would you like to say about the Super Bowl? Hook? Wait, isn't isn't there like a race this weekend or something? There is. There's a big race. Get, get it up there. Get, get NASCAR. All the, get all them, all them rednecks with their trucks and their 
their boots and you know and the, the trucks are on right now. Their gun rack on the truck and they're out there. They listen to both kinds of music, the country and the western. So you know the red there. They get out there. The rednecks are turning left. Daytona. Who are you gonna watch the Daytona? Our, our apologies to all the people he's offended. With I'm, not. <laughs> I'm not. No, you're not gonna watch the NASCARs gonna swap some paint. And that's racing. I don't know. I just like to watch the crashes. And it's Daytona, so they crash like all the time. When it gets to be about 10 laps left, there'll be like eight crashes. To this finish. is the Super Bowl of NASCAR. <laughs> Daytona. This is, yeah, everybody brings all their best stuff out first game of the year and they blow it all up. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up this podcast. <laughs> And when we wrap up yeah, this we're podcast, done here. we talk about our <laughs> church. Would, would either of you like to talk about our church? Sure. Go ahead, Hook. Um, if you'd like to come to our church, it's at 810 Red School Lane. If you, What's the name of our church, Hook? Uh, FBC Peaberg. First Baptist Church, Phillipsburg, New Jersey is our church. If you only want to come for the last five minutes, you can walk in with Rich. <laughs> <laughs> If you just want to loiter in the foyer way and not pay attention, you can hang out with Dan. Oh! But if you take it seriously and want to sit there and be there for the service, Alan and I are inside, and we're very welcoming. Oh, man, alive. Wait. You're not welcoming. I've tried to, like, I talk say, wait, to you this several... week I got to work a door. <laughs> You're not welcoming. I try welcoming. to, I mean, like, talk to you and stuff, and you, like, blow me off. And get, like, if you answer, it's like a grunt. Or maybe, maybe <laughs> a grunt. A grunt. Dan, I'm the person who tells you when when your shirt's not tucked in right. That is true. You did tell when me when you that. have stains all over yourself. I do. Well, you are you are good at telling me about that too. So I guess I got to give you credit for that. You got to give, give him credit. credit. <laughs> so yes, we would love it if you would come join us at church if you're available in the, in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania or Western New Jersey. Uh, please feel free to look us up. It's First Baptist Church of Phillipsburg, New Jersey. We, we, we meet at 810 Red School Lane on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. If uh, Rich time, it's about 1035. But, <laughs> but we'll be lucky if there's riches there by 1035. Um, yeah, unless it's communion, then it's 1040. <laughs> so, um, no, we would really love for you to be there, and uh, we'd love to see you and, and, and greet you and uh, welcome you to, to our church. We, we really do uh, care about people, and that's the best part about our church, is that we're a family and we're an inclusive, an inclusive clique in that we would love for you to join us and be a part of it. Uh, we're trying to do life together, and we're trying to honor the Lord with our lives and the choices and things we make. And there's a lot of good, solid Bible teaching, but also just a lot of people that really care about each other and care about the Lord. So if you can't make it, on a Sunday morning, at, at you can still join our church online at, at, at 10 o'clock in the morning. You can uh, listen on, you can watch our services live on Facebook Live. Again, you go to the, uh, you go to the web, uh, to Facebook's uh, main page and punch into the search engine, First Baptist Church, Phillipsburg, New Jersey, and it will take you to the uh, Facebook Live, or you can go on YouTube Live and do the same thing. FBC Peaberg. FBC Peaberg. I said that. And you can um, 
You can uh, watch it there on, on YouTube Live, or you can go to our church website, which is www.fbcpberg.org, and you can watch our services there. The best part about the church website is there's an archive of previous sermons, uh, previous sermon series. You can listen to the audio-only mm-hmm. version or the or the video version, uh, depending on well, you know if you're on your treadmill or out for a walk or whatever. You, you can choose which one best suits you there. There's a lot of really good, solid Bible teaching and um, you know, we're, we're really all about trying to help people and bless them. And the best part about the online one is the online <clears throat> is the online in, uh, information card. And uh, if you fill it out, if you have a need, and you need someone to talk to, or you'd like someone to, to pray with you or something like that, please fill out the, the, the uh, communication card there online and uh, leave your information, and we'll be, ha- we'll be sure to contact you and, and try to bless you in whatever way we can. If you have a prayer request, or someone is sick that you love or care about, or you just need someone to pray for you, please fill out that c- communication card there online, and, and we will pray for you. And you don't have to leave your information if you're not comfortable with that, uh, but we will pray for you anyway, because that's what really we're all about. So as Frank likes to say, we love sports, but we love Jesus more. So uh, please feel free to use our church website and everything there. So, Hook, do you have any shout-outs? Um, yeah. It was long. Um, shout-out to Frank Knight, who's not here. Um, he's upset his Eagles lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> he still um, hasn't gone to Saturday, collecting Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're an Eagles fan. Um, <laughs> shout out. I mean, who am I shouting out to? Nobody listens to this. Um, who listens to this? Shauna? We want to shout out. Shout to- out to Shauna, Shauna, who's still too scared to email a podcast. Um, shout out to Victor. We pray for courage for you, Shauna. You mean you mean the Polish the Hammer? Yes, yeah. the Polish Hammer and his wonderful sister, Agata. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Dan, who else listens to this? Well, I just I asked if you wanted to shout anybody well, out. There's no point in shouting out people who don't listen, so I'm trying to think. So, um, shout out to our Virginia friends, uh, and sure. and also and also to our North Carolina friend Daniel Hook. So you know, uh, we're going to see you guys hopefully in the next few weeks here. So yeah, without any further ado, we want to wrap this podcast up. And we're shout thank- out Alan Jackson. We're thankful to you. I want to thank Hookie Brandon. Brandon, and I want to thank uh, my my friends Hookie and Alan Jackson for helping me uh, sort of fill in for Frank and and uh, bring some levity as well as some information to the podcast here. So thank you guys uh, for doing that and being a part of this. I can't believe you made us both sit in Frank's seat at the same time <laughs> for the whole podcast. What is that try? To- what are you trying to imply about Frank? Nothing. Just saying. I can't believe you made us do that. Uh, so, without any further ado, who's going to say it? Happy birthday. <laughs> May the love of Christ <laughs> fill your hearts. Baseball, tennis, basketball, even sports exotic. Oh. 
you get guys in soccer and if it's a sport they've got it yeah they have weird conversations about anything they think oh they have so much in common it's like their brains are insane Twins. we got fox with the jokes we got frank with the knowledge oh they care about all ages they talk about pro league college is they have that high quality content talking about the teams with their big boy shoes and their big boy dreams on yeah you know who it is Sports Fellowship Number One Follow Fox and Frank now